and welcome to the Trash Tapes podcast as part of the Enigmatic Productions Network. If you love bad cinema and incredible deep dives into cult film, then you have come to the right place. So if you like what you hear and want to support us, you can do so by donating some funds to our Buy Me A Coffee website, along with the ACAR supporter feature. All of these can be found in the description below. And now, on with the show. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Uh, at one point, I was quite stumped on which one to go for, for, for our Christmas special. There's loads we could have gone for. There's some yeah. very famous bad ones, you know, like Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2, yeah. or uh, or Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Um, but the one we're doing this one? Yeah, I think... Uh, I think it was a great choice. Yes, I'm good, I'm good, so we can talk about it's that. It's very good... It's it's just so much fun. I like the the bad movies that are fun. You know, yeah. it, I hate it when you get like a a bad movie that's not fun. It's like what what if you've got any redeeming features? It's like it's, well, at least we can say that this put a bit of a this definitely has the festive spirit in the way that you know sometimes sometimes all you do need is a is um I don't know just flipping murder. Um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Murder will keep you in the festive spirit, won't it? Boys? Boys? Stop watching that crash! Oh, 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 oh. One man's trash is another man's treasure. Starring Johan Chappelle as the Inflictor of Pain and Edward Harvey as the Victim. From Studio Enigmatic comes The Trash Tapes. And welcome to our very festive edition of the Trash Tapes, where one man's trash is another man's treasure. I'm the man with the red with the red outfit and the big giant sack, uh, Johan Chappelle, and I am here with my elf helper friend, Edward Harvey. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm exhilarated after a great, funny, trashy movie. <laughs> Perfect. That, you know, that's, some, that, that's what people need underneath the Christmas tree this year. That's what their stocking should be filled with. Not eggnog. It should be full of, uh, should be full of horrible, horrible, horrible Christmas movies. <laughs> we will be spraying the cheer of pure trash, and I love that. So, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm, I was, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of a little bit weird about Christmas, because... Mm. Um, you know, Christmas is a time of of celebration and cheer and togetherness. 
And Christmas movies in general don't do that because every time we watch Christmas movies as a family, most of the time they're garbage, they're rubbish, they're cheesy. There's nothing great about them other than a few classics, Die Hard. But, um, <laughs> you know, so it was hard to find a good Christmas movie that falls under the category for trash tapes. Yeah. Um, but I think I got it. Do you think I got it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Excellent. So let's go. Let's go down a really long chimney chute as I as I'm presenting to you Santa's sleigh. Yay! <laughs> Grandpa, I want the truth about Christmas. If it's the truth you want, then it's the scary truth you're gonna have. According to the Book of Claus, Santa, Satan's only son, lost a bet and was forced to spread Christmas cheer. But now. All bets are off. Santa? Yes, there is a Santa Claus. Oh, ho, hoes. Santa Claus is not a myth or a legend. He's real. Only he's not bearing gifts and presents anymore. Christmas can sure scare the dickens out of people. He's scary yet educational. I'm just trying to spread a little yuletide fear. Are you saying Santa is offing everyone who's naughty and nice? Oh my God! Nicholas shot him! You shot Santa? Yeah. Get away! Santa's on the loose! This holiday season... Lock your doors. Bolt the windows. Oh, Grandpa got run over by a reindeer. Everyone stand back. Things are about to get a little messy. And block the chimney. Cause naughty or nice, Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa's sleigh. Go ahead, kid. Let's see what Santa got you. I hate children. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is the thing that... I, this was the selling point for me. It's the fact that it stars professional wrestler WCW's WWE's Goldberg. And I said, like, Edward's a wrestling fan. He would love this right off the bat. And, oh, boy, does he sell this. Um, I think... The, the, he is the best thing in the movie, 100%. I just keep wanting to blurt out these bullet points that I've written down because, like, but I'll get to that in a yeah. minute because there's so many, like, these little highlights sorry, that, <laughs> that, have, that happen. A lot of it's to do with wrestling stuff. Yeah, because he's, because he comes in, I think, you know, this, it is, there are clearly professional wrestling moves put into Santa's arsenal, and that is brilliant. <laughs> It's so good, and I'm you know, I'm sitting there just waiting for the bell to ring, and it's just him in a Santa outfit just kicking butt. It's so good. So, we would usually be doing a trash taster video, but um, unfortunately, because we are wrapping up so soon and we're doing this so close to the festive season, mm. we don't actually have a lot of time to do the video episode. But don't hesitate, we are actually going to do maybe sort of a, a best of the year episode at some point, yeah. which sums up what we've done in nearly, the, in nearly an entire year of doing this. Yeah, and also it gives us a chance, because we've introduced the trash-ometer, yeah. um, we introduced that fairly late. We haven't used that on the earlier episodes, so yeah. we need to 
rate our earlier episodes with our new rating system. Do we want to for some of them? Because we know some of them are not going to go well. Well, they've all got to be done. We have to do it, innit? So, yeah. So, if there might not be a trash taster video for the Christmas episode, but expect a very special end of year or best of the year special. Yeah. So, get that sorted out. So, what we decided to do then is technically go for all the bullet points that Edward always does. Edward's basically, when he go, when he watches this with me, he makes a, a little list of just little things mm. that he thinks would basically sum up the movie for anyone who's never seen it or wants to watch it. I mean, anyone who's fami- familiar with uh, Joe Bob Briggs and Monster Vision, his yeah. like, show, he used to, he calls it uh, Drive-In Totals. Yeah. And it was just like little bullet points of it's things to talk about. That, and it kind of got you in, got you like, hot, like psyched for the movie because you know all these things are going to happen in the movie. Mm. So, yeah, it's just a little nod to that, really. So, yeah, so that means then you want through and give a little nod to what Santa's sleigh has. So before we break down exactly what Santa's sleigh is and why Bill Goldberg's in it, uh, break down what you get to see in it. Right, so most of these are to do with creative deaths. Yes. (laughs) Santa kills in this, and I love it. So we've got eggnog drowning. Okay. All right. We've got death by turkey leg. Yes. That's in the mouth. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. That was, yeah, that was weird. Impaled, really. Yeah, just chucked through the back, yeah. Death by candy cane. Yeah, that was in the eye. Al gouging candy cane. Yeah. Uh, strangulation by a garland. Oh, my God, yeah, I remember that. That was, that was gruesome. I was expecting that. A little break from those for a minute because we've got six... Boob shots. Six sets of boobs. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's just sets. like, they're all sort of crammed into one section of the movie, really. Yeah, because uh, uh, yeah, at one point, Santa goes to a stripper bar, and so loads of topless ladies there. Right, so this is one of my personal favourites. Double explosive decapitation. <laughs> I have... This was ingenious, because the kids were already cussing a storm and suddenly they just open up two sets of presents and their heads explode it's so weird so uh taser to balls yes yes gorilla press on caroler yes gorilla press that was awesome santa just grabbed his caroler put her put her over his his head and just drops him that was amazing Uh, what else we got? Present, Christmas present grenades. That was good. Rocket-powered sleigh with bison reindeer. And do you know what? I love that. And do you know what? Uh, this is the thing. I'm looking it up, right? Because I'm thinking, what's it? Why do we have a bison? It's like he's not supposed to be a bison. He's supposed to be a. He's supposed to be a reindeer from hell, and yeah. it's called a hell. It's called a hell deer. Yeah. Hell deer. I love it. Uh, I've I've written down yoga fire. Yoga. Oh, but yes. Okay. So we'll explain that as it comes. Because this one's more of a surprise that you need to Uh, see. That's why I just called it that, because it'd be a bit of a a spoiler if we'd say exactly what it is. And then uh, curling. And hellhole curling. Yeah. Which, if you say it like that, sounds really dirty. Hellhole curling, eh? What do you like to do? (laughs) Santa gets dirty. This is the thing I love about this movie, in a sense, because I'll just say a little bit off the bat, I'm a fan of this, but it's not maybe the best 
kind of alternative Christmas movie. Because mm. this is the thing I love about Christmas. I hate very traditional Christmas movies. Yeah. I've never been a fan of them. The only one I've ever been a fan of is things like It's a Wonderful Life and Miracle on, you know, and, and you know, and uh, Miracle on, on to the 34th Street, I yeah. think it is. Yeah. yeah. I'm a big fan of those, right? Mm. Any other ones, I find them complete tosh. Mm. I can't stand them. What about the comedy ones like Christmas Vacation and things like that? Um, yeah, I can tolerate that to yeah. a point because I know they're poking fun of it. Mm. But, you know, the ones which are just very stiff, fall under all the stereotypes of a Christmas movie, just yeah. drives me bananas. So I always like the ones which are alternative. Mm. So this is why... I what do- about Home Alone? Uh-huh. I think, can I say, Home Alone... I'm all right with, to a point. I think it's because, technically, Macaulay Culkin should be arrested for murder because no one can survive that much pratfalls in their lives. Right. Cancer face and tasers and... So, which do you prefer there, Home Alone or Home Alone 2 or the same? Or, or the same? <laughs> yeah, because I can't decide. I, I see them as a pairing and I kind of... I always watch them, to, like... You have to so, watch them back to back. Yeah. And I, I, I just really love both of the movies, so... Um, I think I'll always go for the first one, because the first mm. one is kind of... Is, is better overall. But I just think, for example, like, that that one for me is like... I don't know. I find, like I said, what I mean by a lot of Christmas movies, like, I feel like a lot of them are always following about the same thing, and they're not doing something a bit different. And I like different. Yeah. Maybe because I'm trying to be one of those weird edgelords. I don't know. I don't want to be a bit weird and edgy. But I like anything that's a bit alternative about Christmas. So things like Rare Exports is a big movie I love to bits. I want about, you know, the Santa's a demon in a mountain. Um, or, you know, I love Die Hard and Lethal Weapon, which is basically nothing to do with Christmas, but you get to see loads of explosions. Yeah. And also Nice Guys, the same by Nice Guys recently with Shane Black is also set around Christmas time as well. Mm. Um, you know, I like those kind of movies. Or movies that are basically about Christmas, but don't really talk about Christmas in the regular sense, or they're just weird or quirky or bananas. I sometimes tend to like the movies that are set at Christmas, but it's not the mate it's not like shoving it down your neck. So yeah. it's kind of like it's just the setting is Christmas mm. but the, the story isn't about Christmas. So this is where things like Die Hard Lethal Weapon will fall in. Yeah. Edward Scissor Hands. Edward Scissor Hands of course. But the thing is with Edward Scissor Hands, it's got a very subtle like because he's a bit of like a like a Jesus type character, isn't he? Mm. In terms of like Everyone loves him and loves his powers, and then all of a sudden they turn against him, don't yeah. they? And they want to kill him and stuff. And it's just like, it's very reminiscent of Jesus Christ, isn't it? In a funny way. I guess. It's, oh my God, I didn't realise that. That Johnny, Johnny Depp's Edward Scissorhands is actually Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Um, so it's, it's an interesting, uh, interesting movie to compare to a, a Christmas movie in a funny way. Because that's set at Christmas, but it's subtle, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So maybe this is the thing. I'm, one of the, I hate the ones which are just flat out, this is Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. I like the ones which maybe do something Christmassy but isn't always about Christmas because I can watch it whenever I want. Mm. So maybe that's the thing. But this one, I think, is you can only really watch as a Christmas anyway. So, because yeah. it's about fucking killer Santa Claus who is technically the son of Satan. Yeah. So, Santa Slay is a 2005 Canadian-American Christmas movie, right? Which has elements of horror and black comedy. And it stars professional wrestler Bill Goldberg as Santa Claus. Now, a couple of interesting facts about this. Now, and this is something I'm just, this is going to make everyone laugh afterwards. The movie was also written by David Steinman, who also did Not Another Teen Movie. So All right. he did, directed that one. But also former, and, but, and, and was a former assistant to Brett Ratner, 
the Brett Ratner, you know, the kind of director that no one likes, mm. who also executively produced this movie. So he's kind of floating around there for a while. Right. All right. Um, it was shot in Edmond and uh, Wisconsin, Alberta, Canada. Right, so it's all been shot there. And um, there's a few little interesting tidbits about this movie, which I'm going to throw out right away, because I generally feel it makes everything now just funnier. Okay. So, main thing Mm. is, okay, and this is the thing that got me really confused, is that Santa's sleigh, right, is surprisingly Jewish. Yeah. And there's a we noticed that as a quite surprisingly Jewish because there's actually a whole there's a there's a very there's there's moments of there's rabbis in it there's a clear delicatessen who is run by a Jewish character yeah. and uh, even and even then Santa Claus gets gets reacts reacts to the Star of David at one point mm. so he gets that and there's a reason why about seventy five to eighty percent of the cast were Jewish. Right, okay. This includes Santa Claus. To the point that when he was doing any movie roles or playing any kind of wrestling role, he would actually not work on big Jewish holidays. He will flat out refuse to work big Jewish holidays. So I just find it funny that Santa Claus is played by a Jewish person, which makes this movie weirder for me. It's almost like a Jewish look at Christmas and poking fun of Christmas. Yeah, but they also like poke fun of Jewish the yeah. Jews don't they like, yeah. like Santa obviously hates the Jews and stuff which is really bizarre it makes him, it makes him almost like a Nazi character yeah. it's like ugh, Jewish it's a, yeah it's like this random bit where he beat where after he beats the guy in Delicatessen he just walks and suddenly four rabbis show up yeah and you're like okay and they're in a police car and then he suddenly just dipped away in a police car oh it's so it's so basically it's kind of weird because it, it maybe it's almost self-deprecating in that way is it, it just a running joke via the crew, you know, like the cast and crew. There only, there's not really much else in terms of thing. But here's another interesting factoid: Bill Goldberg, right, mm. met his future wife on that movie. All oh, right, who? Who's one? Which one? It was one of the strippers. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So yeah, uh, Bill Goldberg met his future wife on the on the set. Uh, who happened to be one of the strippers, who I think may, she's the one that maybe gets killed off. So right. what a what a wonderful romance. Santa That's Claus like a and... try before you buy, isn't it? Wow. Yes. <laughs> Technically. Good grief. In a way. In a way. Oh, man. In terms of any other trivia, there isn't a lot, but what can sort of been said as well is that the film itself was actually semi-inspired by actual old Norse as as like Icelandic tales of 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 myth mm. that they just happened to superimpose Santa into it. Right. So half the things that we get to see later on or talk about in a bit are actually based on real myth and legend. Mm. Which I find fascinating. The whole thing with the I don't know if curling would fall under it, but you know <laughs> So weird having curling. Curling. Yeah. Just imagine just imagine professional wrestler professional wrestler Bill Goldberg curling. I've got a feeling the curling is in there deliberately because 
it is the most boring sport ever. And this is a really exciting kind of crazy movie. Lots of the, like crazy stuff happening. Then all of a sudden this boring sport is sh- like shoehorned in there. And it's kind of like deliberate, I think. Yeah, must, must be. it must be. Yeah. Because who likes curling? Like, nobody likes curling, right? That is basically the summary of it. Now, like I said, this was basically done direct to video. So it wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't really get a cinematic release. But it's, it felt like this was a movie that wasn't taking itself seriously to a point mm. because it's Killer Santa Claus and, you know, Bill Goldberg. Like, there's no way you can take this as 100% serious. Yeah. But it feels like there was, they generally tried to put a lot of effort into the mythos of this Santa to the point that there is a near end credit sequence teasing a sequel to this mm. somehow which we'll um, we'll explain as it goes another step alright oh god here we go Santa's sleigh 349 oh good grief 349 worth I am so sorry if this movie does not entertain you at least in the slightest then you I I, I don't know I I owe you more like, I don't know, I owe you 90 minutes back. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. Right. Thank you. Dear God, don't let this bird taste like a shoe like it did last year. Have it be tender and moist just for once. Yeah, moist. That would be nice. It's called foreplay. I don't want to screw the bird. I want to eat it. Oh, they're already having a bit of a dispute. One potato. Oh, Virginia. Two potatoes. Oh. Three potatoes. Let's dig in. Jesus! Okay. Half a fag. I'll stick this fork in your eye. Why don't you beg Santa for a pair of balls? Beth, say grace. Work harder. Oh, here he comes. Here we go. Yeah! Fucking hell. <gasps> Santa? <laughs> yes, Virginia. There is a Santa Claus. Oh my god, it is Bill Goldberg. <laughs> oh no! Oh! Stand in the hand! Oh my god! <coughs> what? I can only a fat hair sound fine. That's amazing. <laughs> Kung Fu kick right into the China. Oh, it's nasty. Oh, Drowning in the eggnog. No! The irony! Oh, no. Oh, so she has not been a good girl. Uh-oh. Ninja shooting star. Oh, you want a turkey? Fucking hell. 
That's not messing around, is it? Uh-huh. There we go. First three minutes, and already Santa's slaughtered an entire family. Let's actually break it down. So, it's Christmas Eve. Mm. Okay. Christmas Eve, the Mason family, uh, are wealthy and dysfunctional. And it's basically, the opening sequence is like, a, this is clearly a parody of dysfunctional families. Yeah, they're just arguing around the dinner table, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're, they're arguing around the table. Bickering, the, the, and, yeah. There's bickering, there is uh, the, the selfish brats, maybe one that's, that's at one point is a really random joke that says, well, luckily we're not poor or Samoan, which I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Uh, racism? Um, yeah. Clearly the the hot mom or something like that is flirting with like some other guy on the table. Like they get handsy under the table. Yeah, and then, like, like really? Like she's like, his hands are like, pretty much inside her. Inside her by that point and say, oh, would you like some stuffing? Yeah. Um, and, you know, and, and you know, the, um, and the matriarch, you know, the big dad is like, you know, is like saying whatever it is. Da, da, da. And then suddenly, just as they're about to get into the turkey, uh, he just hears like a... Yeah, there's a rustling. Like, like almost like a T Rex is coming, he's, and then he's, yeah, there's a thudding, and then there's like a like a rustle, like dust coming down, like soot coming down yeah. from yeah. the chimney, and then fucking Santa Claus arrives by busting through the chimney breast, yeah. and this is when we're revealed that Bill Goldberg is Santa. And can we just say first of all that it is fucking great? Yeah, he looks. Awesome, and he looks like he's having the best time of his life. Oh, definitely. Yeah the 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 costume, the Santa costume mm. is absolutely fantastic. It looks great. It really does. It looks badass. Because I, I thought this movie was gonna look, everything was gonna look cheap, and, and it, you mm. know it was gonna look really naff. But I, the look of it, it looked great, and the costumes are great, and a lot of the props and the production design looks pretty good. I think. The end of it, it looks, it just looks like it put a little bit of effort into it, mm. and so this one is a little bit, maybe a bit of a boost up in comparison to some of the trash tapes, which look cheaper. This yeah. one, they try. There's some things that do look cheap, like when he actually breaks through the chimney breast. It kind of looks, it does look like foam bricks. Yeah, but and the bunker, the metal door, just looks like it's plastic or something. Yeah, so yeah. You know, there are some cheap corners, but there are also a lot of interesting effects and some mm. good little bits here which work. So. So now we have so now we have this awesome looking long haired big beard white gray Santa Claus who looks pissed mm. and we're thinking why the fuck is he pissed so he looks annoyed as fuck and you know and the mother who I think I to, uh, who, who who's has the most annoying laugh says, ah! I hate those you know they're yeah. like New Yorker yeah. New York accents right it's a bit like uh, like Janice from Friends yes her ah! I hated that right <laughs> Bill Goldberg just goes to say yes there is a Santa Claus and just goes and fucking ape shit and kills the entire family. Yeah. Um, In just really creative ways as well. There's like like hair being set on fire, which eventually just like burns her face. And- yeah. Um, you know, and t- two of them get like stabbed in the neck with like Christmas crackers or something. It's weird. <laughs> and... 
drowned by eggnog. Yeah. And um, also, and then the father gets choked to death by a chicken with a fucking uh, chicken breast. Before that, before they know, his hands are stabbed by forks. Yeah. Yeah. He's, like, he's pinned to the table by so forks. Say, so don't move. Sandra does a roly-poly on the table and just fucking just wipes everybody out. I'm just trying to think of how some of the others die. I can't remember. But they're the ones that we mentioned are the most, the funniest and yeah. most creative. And I think this is the thing. This starts in the first three minutes. Mm. And then we're thinking... Okay, this sums up the movie now. It's a big pace. This it's is the an pace. awesome opening scene. It's such a tone setter, and it's kind of like, right, I know what I'm in for now. All right, we now know that Santa's a badass. <laughs> but it's the thing, is like, if Santa's supposed to be scary, the movie failed on that part, because we looked at it going, that is fucking badass. I had no idea it could do that. Who knew that Santa was such a bastard? Yeah, I think, <laughs> with, the, with this movie, I think the trouble is it's like, I think they were, what they were probably going for is like maybe like a Jason Voorhees type character because you root for him. He's yeah. the bad guy, but you're rooting for him. Like so, and the people he's, he's killing, most of them seem like douches, don't they? Yeah, they all seem like, like assholes. Yeah, yeah, there are, there are some that aren't, but like, yeah. So you're like, yay, yeah, go so, yeah, Bill Goldberg. Yeah, because the first half are like dickheads, aren't yeah. they? And then and then it's like, oh, now we don't like you anymore because you're no longer chasing the dickheads. You're you're not killing the dickheads anymore. You're killing mm. the nice guys. Yeah. Then that's just the opening sequence, and then we get this really cool. And this is what things is all oh, love about this movie. It still keeps it festive because it starts off with this with the book of claws, mm. where it's like this picture, this like storybook, storybook kind of picture book. Yeah, it's just a very nice looking title sequence that. They didn't need to do that, you know. They didn't need to do that, but they wanted to make it look extra festive. So yeah, you've got the the titles appearing on the the book, the book, and there's images like nicely il- illustrations and stuff. Yeah, we yeah. are sort of telling the bits of the origins of Santa, mm. which is uh, Santa in this case. He is basically the Antichrist, who as who's actually is where during the time beforehand, Christmas was not a time of giving and good cheer. It was a time of fucking slaughter. Yeah. <laughs> right? And it's like only once a year the son of Satan will come out and slaughter everybody. Um, so, but obviously that changed and something occurs, which we'll talk about later on, that makes him has to be forced to be nice. Then we're introduced to this town. Now, the town is called Hell. Hell Township, it's called. Which is like, what a, what, what a fantastically terrible name. <laughs> now, brilliant. Thing is, though, I have told you that there is a legit place in America called Hell, which you mm. can actually visit, and you can get, um, and you can get cards. You can get cards say, "Hey, I've been to Hell and back." <laughs> da, 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 da. But it's quite touristy because of just the name of it. Yeah, I can just imagine. Mm. You know, it's it's like um. It's like, for example, when you go and visit, like, a, the, there is, an, there's a, like, there's loads of these silly places in America or something that have, like, stupid names. Hell's definitely one of them. I would love mm. to go to hell. There's another one called Anus. <laughs> Fucking hell. Have you been to Anus? Have you been, have you been to your Anus yet? You know? Have you been to Anus yet? I love it. No, no, it's like, it's, you can go and, you can go to, I think a jackass did a joke about that when he went to Anus and said, like, there's a bakery in the Anus, you know? It's like, oh, man. Uh. <laughs> The uh, the tone has been set now. Exactly. This Bill Goldberg as a, as fucking killer Santa. It's, you can't beat that. It 
was uh, Bill Goldberg. Was he usually uh, a good guy or a bad guy in wrestling? In WCW, he was always a good guy. He turned yeah. bad guy, like, near the end. Yeah. Um, but he was always a good guy, because he was always the one, like, the unstoppable machine. Like, yeah. you know, b- before Brock Lesnar and all that kind of stuff, yeah? So... It's not only it's weird to see him as Santa, it's weird to see him as an evil Santa who yeah. just wants to kill everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that face. That's a, someone who enjoys being nasty. I want to get line dry. My belief is dwindling. Take whatever they want. This is about survival. <laughs> I know what they say. I've been hearing it most of my life. But I'd rather. Oh, he's got loads TV. He's got his own surveillance system, ready to stalk out Santa. I love it. What about the Santa bitch? How much Christmas cheer you got in the pie? No. Oh! Oh, this is... Oh, no. Oh! Oh, that's... Oh, that's nasty. Little bit of sweet there. Oh, he's going for a gorilla press into the garbage can. Well done. I used to think it was because you were grumpy and a little senile. But Mrs. Talbot said you've always hated Christmas. Heck with that old egg. I don't see any reason to commercialize Santa. Santa Santa arrives here this time, right? It's Christmas Eve and he starts to arrive here. And we we don't know why he's here yet. But he just seems to be on a rampage and starts killing people. Like, for example, he just randomly kills someone with a fucking candy cane in the eye. Mm. Yeah? It's really nasty, actually. And we're thinking, God damn, throwing off, like, wrestling holds and then stabbing him in the eye. Yeah, because it's funny, though, because when you, when you eat a candy cane... Yeah, and you and you suck on it. It kind of does go to a point, doesn't it? It looks, it ends up being quite dangerous. Yeah, so you can imagine it being used as a weapon. Yeah, because he's it, 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 sucking it, and then he just goes, and then you can see, oh, that's sharp. And we so knew that was going to happen. That was <laughs> gross. Yeah, and th- throughout the t- and throughout all this time, basically, this is the thing: the movie itself doesn't have a lot of plot in it until about halfway through, because we know we we're introduced to some of the characters later on, but in between. We've got these really awesome segments of Santa Claus going on a murderous rampage, mm. right? And I'll tell you exactly how many people got killed in that movie. Body count is 32. Oh, that's good. Santa goes and th- kills 32 people on screen. That's a good slasher movie standard, that is. It's a good number. Yeah. It's impressive. It's better than some, it's better than some, of, the, uh, some of the big names, some of the mm. big boys. Maybe we should put Santa Claus on that list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... Because it does feel like a slasher movie, doesn't it? It does, but yeah. it feels like the slasher movie that's the fun kind, not the mm. one that's taking itself seriously. It's not like yeah. the early, like it's not like the it's not like Halloween or it's not like um, the early Friday the Thirteenth. It's like the later Friday the Thirteenth, yeah, or the ones which just know what they're doing and says, "Oh, you know what? Jason shows up and starts going on a murderous rampage. That's fun." Yeah, but this is actually, I prefer. The tone of this to like say some of the some of the uh, Friday Thirteenth movies because mm. 
they're they're not actually that funny. They they try to be funny, but the comedy doesn't really land. But this it does really land. I find it really funny. Yeah, and it has the body count thing. So it's got those two things going for it's it. It's the like, combination yeah. that's there that I like. Mm. So yeah, it, it is funny, and it's and it's. I think it's because it knows it's funny. This, however, it knows this is a weird thing. This is where I feel like it falls a little bit in the midway here. Mm. The movie knows it's silly. Yeah, but it's trying its best to take itself as serious as it can. But still winking. Mm. But it isn't the ones. It's it's still not on the borderland of pure spoof, yeah. which is what like things like Sharknado and those kind of movies fall into. Yeah. It's still right above there because it's trying to do enough of a serious plot. Yeah. It's not Santa Claus going crazy. It's Santa Claus has a backstory and it is dark. Yeah, it's like the the uh, they're they're definitely aware that they're trying to make it ridiculous. Yeah. It, the same sort of tone as like Jack Frost. Have you seen Jack Frost? They're, yes. they, they're fully aware of what they're doing. They're not trying to make a serious movie about Killer Snake Man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's ridiculous, and they know it is. Hey. <laughs> Oh my god, yes. <laughs> He's giving him to the ballet. I want to see that man So he hasn't got reindeer. He's got like what looks like a buffalo or something. A proper full blown buffalo bison. Oh shit! Where do you think you're going, I thought I'd stuff some stockings. I don't think so. Nice. Oh, oh the Christmas wreath. That's that's a way to go. Alright, we're officially in the titty bar. Look what just slid down the chimney. Merry Christmas. Anyway, I'm just talking about, you know, the gift that keeps on giving. That's what Christmas is all about. To push that. That is... All right, this is just going to be a scene full of tits. This is going to be great. Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I love how they're tiptoeing around the fire, just not not because it's will burn them, but they're worried about their nips. Oh, and the bison ate the valet. That's it. Santa goes to a strip bar, and it's best, right? So Santa, first of all, flies down on his fucking hell deer. Which is basically a giant bison, which looks awesome. Mm. And he flies in and gives... I love this bit. He go, he, he, the, the, there's a valet in a strip bar, which I didn't know was a fucking thing. And just just gives him the keys. It's just like, go, just park this fucker. And the valet sort of... He, go, he approaches it, sort of like gets in, and he's like, I don't know what to do with this. Like, yeah. He just looks so puzzled. And, like, goes, and then just fucking flies off. And then, you know... And this is where he gets killed by a fucking Christmas reef or whatever it is, because, um, you know, this um, 
That's just, the bouncer. That's a bouncer. Like, the bouncer yeah. comes in and says, like, what are you doing here, Santa? You know, and, and grabs a Christmas wreath and just strangles them to death. The thing is, though, why was the bouncer being such a dick? That normally, if I know he's dressed up, but it's like Christmas Eve, so p- people do get dressed up. Why didn't he just let him in? I don't know. He wasn't I, being aggressive at that point. He was just trying to walk in as Santa. The only like. thing I can think of was that before then, we were introduced to one of the characters, the priest. Mm. You know, the breedy priest. Preacher guy yeah. said, "Like, oh, we've got to, you know, you know, we've got to beat Satan, and uh, oh, Christmas is a time of giving, mm. that kind of thing." But clearly, he's one of those pastors, very fucking rich. Yeah. So before then, he, I think, he bribed the bouncer to say, "Give me all the ladies to me," and then goes all in. So then, when now suddenly, big fucking Santa Claus comes in, which personally to me, if it's Christmas Eve and a fucking Santa wants to go and see a strip joint, Santa should be totally allowed. He has travelled all over the world. He's tired. He needs a few minutes to himself. Definitely, he needs to see some titties. Um, so yeah, you're probably right. It's probably the bribe thing. It's probably the bribe thing. Yeah. But to be frank, I, I, I just I would just let Santa anywhere. I don't know about it. especially if he looked like Bill fucking Goldberg, who could who could jackhammer you and spear you through tables and shit. How tall is Goldberg? He's quite tall, I think. Yeah, most wrestlers are tall, aren't they? Yeah, they quite... must be over over six foot, like six. Some of them are close to like seven foot, aren't they? Like, yeah, yeah, they're quite big, aren't they? I'm trying to figure out if I can find this. Like Hulk Hogan, he's like six eight, I think. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. Bill Goldberg's height's about six foot four, so he's a yeah. big boy. He's mm. a big boy and weighs approximately nearly three hundred pounds. Fucking hell! Oh I was waiting, like in the movie, I was waiting. Where is he going to get the guns out then? And he does get the guns out. And when he gets the guns out, Santa's packing he's red oh man he's he's taking a whole fucking arsenal with him (laughs) i know right wow stan is pulling out the big guns (laughs) oh what's he doing now that is really menacing (laughs) santa's silhouette walking down the alleyway Fucking... What is that? Is that like a glow stick that's also a candy cane? <laughs> what a badass! What? Santa breathes fire! Fucking fireball! That's amazing. <laughs> Laughing at the fight. I know. Just not a creature was staring. Not even a mouse, but Santa's got a grenade bauble! (laughs) This is a gas grenade. That's awesome! Christmas can sure scare the dickens out of people. (laughs) My god, that is so lame! But only a professional rescue can get away with puns like that. Right in the face! He just got caroled. Damn it, that really hurt. I'm sorry. <laughs> this movie's full of one-liners like this. You sound just like my grandpa. 
When he finally goes in, so example is like he finally goes to a strip bar and he just kills everybody in there. Or like in creative ways, like there's bits with uh, there's like bits with some of the fairy lights. I like mm. that one. Uh, there's a couple of there's one interesting one where literally Santa grabs a swing with a stripper on it with her legs open and just has his fucking face where her cooch is. Yeah. See, see, in that scene, I didn't write down many of the deaths because I was just distracted by boobs. There's just too many boobs. Too many boobs. Every woman there was topless. And I just love that. So it goes to a swing, just looks into it, and then just goes... Like, like, like almost like Bugs Bunny at that point. It's like a proper cartoon character there. Absolutely awesome. And and then then it's all fights in the guards. And then there's this really random like bit of death which I did not see coming where he grabs I love this bit he grabs a stripper pole but before he grabs a stripper pole he cleans it yeah <laughs> see, this is where this, the comedy is coming in there and they're, they're aware of the, the comedy because yeah. that's a very silly moment where he, just get, he gets out the little cleaning spray yeah and gives it a wipe down <laughs> I love it it's it's the, this is the thing. This is why it's self aware enough that I'm yeah. okay with it, right? Mm. If it was trying to take itself too seriously, I actually would generally think it wouldn't be as fun because it's trying so hard in your face. If it went too silly, I would have thought you you actually no, you're actually not making this funny anymore because you're too aware of it. Yeah. So having something like Santa also being a bit of a germaphobe because clearly he knows where that pole's been. Because like the, I suppose the, the 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 more serious version of this kind of movie is like something like Silent Night, Deadly Night, or Rare Exports yeah. and stuff like that. Which you know, good but not funny. And we kind of yeah. want funny with this. It was fun. Oh, two of my favorite bits in this part is when he first walks in. It just he goes ho ho hose and just snogs a topless babe for no reason and then then and then, then all the topless ladies are like hiding like out in the corner of the thing because they're seeing santa fucking killing everyone i bet Kohlberg is absolutely loving this scene it's like did he write the scene for himself or i would totally would love it if he thought like needs more tits more topless things and i want to set them all on fire because he literally then sets the bar the strip bar on fire and the pastor is pastor able to run away. And I love this bit because he talks about how the pastor says, like, you know, they may they, they have been in the strip joint and mall of sin, but we need to thank Candy Ray and, you know, uh, Testicular and... Um, really awful names. Awful, awful stripper names. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
basically, Sansa at this point is going on a murder spree and killing everybody. But mm. this is not the plot. This is the thing on the side that's distracting. Yeah. That's kind of funny. Uh, you know, there's loads of these random things like this, but Santa always seems to appear later on. The main story follows a teenager called Nicholas Yulson, yeah. like Yule son, the son of Yule. Mm. Da, 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 with, pff, that's ridiculous. Well, we'll get to a point with this later, right? And he's, and he's inventor granddad. Who's a bit crazy. Yeah. Who has built a bunker in his basement to survive Christmas. And he's thinking, why? Because clearly he knew about Killer Santa before anybody else, mm. right? And so the whole town generally thinks that gra- this grandfather's crazy. Like, he's crazy, crazy, crazy. He, why does this, how can any man hate Christmas so much? Blah, 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 blah. And so eventually we find out the real story of Santa, mm. right? And I do love this bit. I do love it. So Santa, so basically God and the devil all did, did something very similar. So during this time, uh, God also you know, had the Immaculate Conception with the Virgin Mary to create Jesus, right? So that's how Jesus was born. Mm. Satan did the same thing, but you know, created the Antichrist, which was no, which was whose nickname is Santa, right? Which is hilarious. Now, so according to the Book of Claus, you know, it was through the Virgin Death of uh, produced by Satan, and so this eventually led for many, many, many years of the called the Day of Slaying. For Santa, which was actually Christmas. The reason why Christmas existed is because while Santa went on a crazy murder spree in a similar vein as that killer robot in Futurama, we think along that kind of slay, slaughter, mayhem. Yeah. People who believed in Jesus Christ and the Lord went to mass around this time to pray for Jesus to protect them from killer Santa. Right. So sad. So Christmas is Christmas saying we need to perform a mass to pray to for Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. So Santa doesn't kill us. <laughs> it's kind of kind of interesting, isn't it? That interesting take on it, you know. I know, right? It's great. So, but then in 1005 AD, okay, mm. uh, Santa was tricked. Santa was tricked by an angel who was who who gave up being an angel to become a mortal man, right? Mm. And he was tricked by a fucking game of curling, <laughs> right? Bloody curling. So Santa, so Santa's basically sitting there going like, "Okay, I can beat this guy. He's a mortal man. What the fuck can he do? I'm fucking Santa." So he throws the curling, the throws the curling iron first, whatever it is, and he's supposed to put it closest to the hole without falling into it, mm. right? But clearly, what's the ball guy think? Just knock the other one in. It's quite an easy game. It's not. It's something simple, isn't it? Yeah. So he just knocks the other one in. And so Santa now has to be nice for a thousand years. That's the bet. So he has to, instead of slaughtering people, he now has to give presents to people for a thousand years. It's year 2005. Santa's deal is off now. And that's why he's on a fucking murder spree. Excellent. Come in, come in, come in, my dear. Hi. Hello. I uh, hope you like Wolverine. My dad shot it this morning. You know, with his ammo for Animal Club. So fresh, you can almost smell its broth. Well, thank you. Ooh, fresh Wolverine. I hadn't eaten a thing until just now. I don't believe I've ever had Wolverine before. Oh, well, it looks 
delicious. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's <laughs> disgusting. Uh, just imagining, I'm just imagining, like, literally chopped up, like, Wolverine. As in, you see Hugh Jackman walk into the room going, you should have not cut me. <laughs> I don't mean to sound ungrateful, but what are you fucking retarded? No, you can't. It's more than meets the eye. Oh, you got him a transformer. Said you always wanted one. I'm as happy as a make a wish kid. That is the weirdest transformer I've ever seen. Oh, it turned. Oh, it transformed into a Glock. <laughs> Realistic gun, Clyde. <laughs> I generally thought it was a gun for a minute. How ridiculous. He sucks. Cock? Uh-oh. That's not Captain Cock. <laughs> oh, shit! Captain Cock. Captain Cock. He's not Captain Cock. It's fucking Santa, and he's ri- and he's doing the Terminator thing. <laughs> go, 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 go! Oh, he's gone. He's gone! It's gonna be... Yeah, he'll... Yeah, he's on the roof. Shoot Santa! What the hell are you doing? Why are you making progress? Yeah, that one, never beat. That one. Here. Okay, unlock the barrel. Huh? Well, just break it open. Turn the shell into the breach. You put the bullet in the hole. Come on, everyone knows how to use a shotgun. You play enough video games. <laughs> There we go. But I don't think a gun's gonna do any good. Is it gonna be like a Terminator, isn't it? He is a total Terminator. And we're also introduced to the girlfriend. Uh, well, sort of girlfriend, but they both kind of work at a Jewish delicatessen. Mm. Who, they're very, very nice and that kind of thing. And then goes off and uh, and sort of they get together at the end. But you can see how it's weird because there were so many moments that he could totally, like, to take the first step. Yeah, but it's so actually just, her. And uh, he just keeps messing up. Like, I'll say the wrong thing. I'll say something stupid and she'll just go, yeah, I'll see you later then. Yeah, whatever, you're a bit of a dick. But clearly it's actually her who's doing a lot of the first moves. Like, she's yeah. totally running that relationship. Yeah. yeah. I love it. It's like all the bits, every time... Like, for example, she knows a lot about things that you think the guy would know, which mm. I kind of didn't realise from watching it again, that there's a role reversal. Because it yeah. would have been the other way around most of the time. Yeah. But no, it's actually, this is the case. The guy is a bit of a dimwit and doesn't know what he's doing, and the girl has all the answers. Mm. Like, and also got the funnier one-liners. Yeah, uh, she, yeah, she's doing all the chasing. I like it when he, she uh, gives him that present, and it's like, you think, it's just a gun. Yeah. <laughs> this like- is, that was so weird. So it's like, got you a gu- it's like a gun? No, it's not a gun. It's a fucking transformer. Yeah. It turns it's into awesome. a gun. So I mean, it's like a real, realistic-looking gun as well. It's like a fucking Glock, <laughs> and you're thinking... But I'm thinking, like, God damn, did he fuck it? Did she fucking, like, give him a fucking gun? It's terrifying. I think it would have been quite interesting if she just got him a gun. All right, so here you go. You know, Santa's coming. Fucking, here's a gun. But that's because it's the thing. The father is a her father is a gun nut. 
mm. and also Big Hunter, which is why there's a whole point where she is trying to teach him how to reload a shotgun. Yeah. And you're kind of thinking to yourself, like, I thought anyone who've ever played video games know how to load a shotgun. But he looks like, what gun? What is gun? Um, so stupid. And she's like getting frustrated. Just, just pop it open and stick the shotgun. Pop it open, put it in there and shoot Santa. Yeah. Fucking love it. Yeah. Can't wait to see the shit we got. Can we open our motherfucking presents now? Go oh, fucking hell. Wow. Let's see what Santa got you. Well, for cussing, you should get something shit. Oh! Fuck. <laughs> that was perfect. Come on with you. Want to eat? Tai Chung across the street. Very nice brunch buffet. Yeah. Wow. I don't think Bill Goldberg needed a, a fake door to do that one. Said he saw someone in a Santa suit outside the store. A, a Santa suit? Is that what he said? Are you sure? Okay. Something just isn't kosher here. Okay. Bring me down to the station for a little questioning. Oh, that's bad. It's a little kosher. All right, watch your head there, you Hello, is Mary there? Oh, God. Oh, I'm feeling the puns a bit. So we're learning more about the mythos and eventually gets to the point where no one believes the mythos other than, you know, crazy grandpa who has a fucking bunker getting prepared for Christmas, right? Eventually, Santa Cross is the wrong guy because he kills the Jewish delicatessen uh, with the fucking menorah through his neck. (laughs) Oh, that was gross. Yeah. Awesome, awesome little piece. And I love the fact that when when Goldberg leaves, this is how he gets him. He goes, he spears him through the glass. Yeah, I didn't mention that in the bullet points because I didn't want to spoil that one. I just wanted to talk about it. Spear, he spears him through the glass and grabs a menorah and just stuffs it down his throat. That's amazing. And just as he leaves, my favourite bit of this bit, as he leaves, he, he seems to get like, well, it seems like potato salad. As it leaves. I don't know, I just found that kind of funny. He's like, I killed you, but now, mm, potato salad. Is it peckish? <laughs> bit peckish. You know, it's Christmas Day now. You know, whatever, I'm going to do it. So the moment that happens, obviously Nicholas knows. So Nicholas goes over and says like, and, you know, and it's like, oh my God, what happened? And this is gross because Nicholas is then trying to pull the menorah out of this guy's throat. Yeah. I mean, if if he, he did manage to pull it out, it would just would have, you would just bled everywhere. And it's, it's not going to go well, is it? At least, That's not at least it might well. a whole, seal the wound if he, if he was somehow alive. Yeah, but that just did not work, didn't it? It's like so it goes and then finally that's when the guy says, There is a Santa Claus, right? And so and he's come to get me, you know, whatever it is. And so now he believes in fucking killer Santa Claus. Mm. So now the whole thing is now him being chased by 
it just seems of following him around. Because he looks at a picture in the delicatessen of him and Grandpa. And this is where we start finding the links. We're saying, okay, so somehow Santa knows Yulson or whatever it is. Yeah. So now his mission is he's going to try and kill Yulson. He, he goes to the police station, tasers the chief of police in the balls, and then and then literally gets into a police car and chases down the Nicholas and the girlfriend and runs. I love it. He runs like a fucking Terminator. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very much like Terminator Two. You could see him in the rearview mirror, and he's, yeah. he's running like Robert Patrick. Yeah, quickly, he's gaining on us. I love it. It's so fucking stupid. I love it. And so he gets on it and then finally gets shot a few times by... Uh, gets, he gets shot, Santa gets shot a few times and then drives off. But it doesn't matter anymore because, you know, Santa is coming and he's on a quest for vengeance and wants to get Nicholas. Mm. He goes to Grandpa's house. He tries to explain to Grandpa that you were right, you were right, fucking kill a Santa, you know, whatever. And then... Just any, everything, anything that relates to Christmas th- at this point onwards gets fucking slaughtered. Like fucking Carol will show up. One who looks like Tiny Tim. He's got the fucking crutch. Yeah. The, you know, the kids are going up there. Go away! Santa's coming! Fucking Santa comes and just do all the wrestling moves. Like there's elbow drops, there's fripping, there's a gorilla press right onto, right onto the guardrail. So it looks really nasty. Yeah. And back back breakers and everything. This is what's awesome about when you notice you get a professional wrestler in, in a movie. You always kind of think, is he going to do one of his special moves? Mm. Like Goldberg did the spear, which was like one of his most devastating moves, right? So yeah. Goldberg did the spear. He did do a jackhammer, but he did a gorilla press. I mean, the jackhammer is a bit obviously a re- to, uh, obvious wrestling move. It's yeah. kind of like it's. It would be funny and great if he did it, but he couldn't do that sort of by accident in a fight. It would yeah. have to. It's, it's obviously a wrestling move, isn't it? <laughs> but it would have. What, what a shadow would have been if somewhere up through grabbed one of the carolers and just uh, jackhammer. Oh my god, fucking jackhammer. Because isn't it the move where they go up vertical in the air yeah. and then he, he comes down and lands on top of them? Yeah, yeah. yeah it goes, <laughs> boom, and just like drops him on his head and everything. It's one of the best looking finishes ever, <laughs> ever, I think. And whenever in, in wrestling games, whenever you used to create a wrestler, jackhammer. I'd often pick that as this finisher because it looks great. Like. It's, just, it's, it's like a simple suplex, but afterwards it just seems to grab him and just tosses him into it and it's oh man it looks nasty Mm. the rock once in a while does the rock bottom you know in most of these things or you know stone cold steve austin you want to see him you want him to do a fucking stunner i haven't seen him in any movies he's been in a few and i but he's never been enough where i'm saying that oh come on do stone cold stunner stone cold stunner you know i mean roddy piper you know roddy piper's been in movies and you can see he's brawling and his fight has never been it was never totally like showy like wrestling shall we as most of his fight scenes were they? Well, the thing is with Roddy Piper, he is a brawler. Yeah. So he's, I think his finish was just like a, a, a flurry of punches, wasn't it? I like, wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I can't remember. So, I can't remember his yeah, finishing move. I think he is. He's, he just he kind of dances around the ring and punches him loads of times and just knocks like, him out. Yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. That, that, that means that fight that they live is just basically very accurate. Yeah. <laughs> if you fight Roddy Piper, you're gonna have this ten minute long fight sequence of just saying, "Put on the glasses." 
Yeah. Oh, I, I would. I have to mention that I saw the 4K restoration of They Live recently. Oh in yes, the, in the cinema, and uh, that fight scene has just never looked better. <laughs> that looks amazing. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> really good. And so Santa finally catches up with the kids, and it's like, oh no, Santa's got a, you know, Grandpa's got a plan, and they escape through the garage and go into snowmobiles, right? But just before that, Santa appears right in front of them, and Grandpa's saying like, oh, look at you, you're getting fat, old man. I'm thinking like, that's a bit cocky. You, know, you it's like that's a bit cocky, Santa. You know, Grandpa, you've been a fucking like trying to hide away from this guy because you know he's on. Why are you being so cocky suddenly? Mm. And then. How does Grandpa die again? Do you remember? Uh, I can't remember. Grandpa gets run over by a reindeer. Oh, yeah. Of course he does. That joke was only there just to reference a song. Yeah. That's it. Mm. That, it's it's so random, but basically out of the blue, hell, hell deer, basically the bison from hell, flies in and runs over Grandpa. Mm-hmm. And now Santa's like pissed, you know, Santa's like, like, now I've killed him. Now I'm going to kill you. And so they go. So, so they're both on the snowmobiles. They go off and Santa now on his flying bison is throwing presents that act like grenades and nukes to try and get these kids down. Yeah. Is that like the, there's a snowmobile like chase that way they're they're, they're flying, um, they're sort of like escaping on snowmobiles. Yeah, it's quite an exciting chase scene. Actually, it's actually quite good. There's yeah. loads of like they jump a lot and yeah. they're like flying over and a few other things. They nearly get, they nearly run over a bunch of guns, you know, like shooters and stuff, mm. like people with pistols, like like hunters, and they're like oh oh, and then that comes back in later later on. Yeah. Mm. Capes wish <laughs> that was quite epic. <laughs> I'm loving the kind of rocky Christmas songs that are flashing yeah. in there once in a while. <laughs> Present grenades! Uh-oh. Uh-oh. God damn. Too many trees! Oh, that got him good! <coughs> that should have killed them. That was an explosion right in the face. Uh oh. Oh, this is good. Oh, I want this to end terribly. That music going—it's like Home Alone, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah, that's the same kind of one they use in Home Alone. Yeah, I, I can't remember the name on the the actual Christmas song it's from. Mm. There goes the bell, there goes the bell. That's all I know. Uh, uh-oh. Move you skanks! Move you skanks! Oh no! Christmas 
tree's on fire. Jet ski action. Some good snowmobile limbs. That's kind of an image right there. I see you went by Eldie. What in God's name are you doing? Why, I'm just trying to spread a little Yuletide fear. Nice. <laughs> Yuletide. I love it. <laughs> Thinks they dodged him. Thinks yeah. they dodged him. But no, because they end up going into the city square. Mm. And there's a bunch of carolers. And they start singing, the you know, one of the Christmas carols that everyone knows. That people know it more from Home Alone more than anything else now. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite tense. <laughs> you know, why they used it in Home Alone, those tense moments. Yeah. And so they start singing this bit. And then, you know, like, oh, fuck. Santa's coming. And Santa comes in. It is jet-powered. This thing is not only they have a flying magical bison from hell, he's also got it jet-powered, which is like, why? It doesn't need it! It's like almost like steampunk, isn't it? Like- yeah! I'm thinking, that's awesome. Because the thing looks like a Viking ship. Yeah. With fucking jets, with fucking jet fuel and a flying bison. <laughs> You're thinking, overkill much? Doesn't matter. Um, so it goes and flies through the giant Christmas tree, setting it on fire, and then knocks out the pastor who's dressed up like Santa Claus, and everyone is running amok. People are going rampant. You know, people are getting run... People, so a few people got run over by the reindeer. It's good times. And so now he's gotten to this point. The kids are trying to hide out. The kids are trying to figure out what's going on. They're trying to sort themselves out. Mm. And they said, okay, right. We have to do this. We need to wait until Christmas ends. And Christmas ends technically at whenever it's midnight, at, you know, at, you know, at Greenwich, at Greenwich Mean Time. So in other yeah. words, he needs to be 12 o'clock on the nose midnight at the North Pole in order for Christmas to end. And when Christmas ends, Santa's supposed to be weak. Mm. So basically, they're now trying to stall to wait until midnight at the North Pole appears. Yeah. So they're kind of, so they're outrunning, they're trying to chase him, they're trying to do all this, they're trying to outrun him and everything else. And then they end up in what seems to be an ice rink. And it's weird because at this moment they have a weird, dramatic, intimate moment. They're getting kind of romantic, they're getting snuggly. Yeah. And, 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 and this thing. Like, and even like the music's gone like to like a soft piano and like. Da, 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 da. And you're like, okay, okay, this is the most inappropriate time right now to get all snuggly because fucking Santa's on his way. Did you not see him? Yeah, they didn't seem that worried. They just, let's just have a tender moment here on the, on the ice. We're just going to relax. It's going to be fine. It's weird. So that happens. And then that's the thing. Fucking Santa Claus shows up in a fucking Zamboni, which is like this flipping like ice cleaner <laughs> thing. And he's about to run them over. And you the think thing is, though, should... they go really, really slow, don't they? Yeah. So you wouldn't re- probably be able to run someone over with it because it'd like <laughs> really slow. <laughs> Almost there. You've got like a turbo version of it. <laughs> Nearly there. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Are you thinking you can outrun that literally yeah. by walking? Um, but yeah, so he seems to nearly pin them into a wall and it looks like it's their end. And then suddenly, magical curling uh, 
puck appears that seems to hold the entire weight of the Zamboni. It looks really weird as well. Like, it looks quite like cheaply superimposed on because it's got the glow, hasn't it? Yeah, it kind of looks like, a bit oh. odd. And, and this is, and it is what kind of happens. And we then, off, we then find out that the reason why that magical curling puck is a thing is because Grandpa was the angel that that you know that put the bet on Santa. Yeah, and we're thinking. Oh, okay. This is the reason why you know about fucking Santa and can read Icelandic Norse and know ins and outs of all this and why you're terrified of Christmas at this particular time of year. Because he fucking knows. And even then, this the thing he even says, like, I think uh, Santa goes like, you know, I'd go, you know, you know, I'd go to hell and back the moment the bet was over to find you. And then it's like, this is, and this is literally the grandpa's reason for moving to a place called hell. So therefore, it could, that, which means that only hell would be affected on that night and not go, not anywhere else in the world. Right. Okay. So when hell, so when Santa was released from his 1000 year killing spree, you know, and now he can go off and kill, he just wanted to kill the guy who put him there in the first place. Mm. So he purpose. So I, the logic is weird. So grandpa's I'm going legitimately going to a place called hell. So that's so Santa can go to hell and back. Ah, oh, <laughs> some of the puns in this were pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. Definitely. But you know what? It just adds to the charm. It's all dramatic now. I know, but <laughs> not the right time because Santa is right behind them. <laughs> Whatever happens, I'm glad that I'm with you. Oh, just kiss. There we go. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yes! Holidays always seem to bring people closer together. Oh, he's on a fucking Zamboni! Santa Claus, not fucking Dracula. Okay. What? It's like a magic curling thing. Yeah. The foolish archangel, Ilsa Craigulson, the only angel to give up his immortality for an earthly woman. <gasps> Santa! Oh, God. Oh, I guess it makes sense. Grandpa is the flipping angel. Oh, my God. No wonder. I swear I'll never take the Lord's name in vain again. Can't redeem yourself? Oh, you want to do some more curling? This time, I set the stakes. What? I have to admit, I didn't think that their battle would involve curling. <laughs> nope. It's back to being good once and for all. How about it? When you lose, you will enter that hellhole. Your soul will be enslaved for all of eternity. How about that? Oh, 
hope you enjoyed your little furlough. Now, let's finish this. Bill Goldberg curling. <laughs> oh, of course. No! That's a fucking cheat. Didn't expect him to play fair, did you? No. <laughs> The clock just struck midnight at the pole. Christmas is officially over for you, Santa. You know, most people make the same mistake. The correct time at the pole is completely discretionary. Because the poles are where all the time zones actually converge. Be scary yet educational. <laughs> <laughs> saying, it wits, is that Christmas is over when I... Wow. <laughs> yes! Oh, wow! Chest nut. <laughs> Chest nut. Fucking hell. <laughs> so basically, at this point, they've those two are together, they've done that, and says, shall we do it again? Yeah, it's like... You think you can take me again or something like that? And it's like they do. Uh, they have to get the curling out again. It's yeah. like let's have a duel. <laughs> and you think? I think it's like if this. This was. This, this felt almost like the climax. Well, I know it wasn't, but it felt like the climax. <laughs> and it's so funny though. Actually, the comedy for that bit is great because normally you'd have it like a very sort of fisty cuffs kind of moment, or powers being used. Yeah. No curling. Curling. Hellhole curling. Hellhole curling. And this is so silly because, you know, like, the um, the good guy goes first, the grandpa goes first and curls, and it's, like, this close to the edge, like, so close to the edge of the hellhole. Yeah. And obviously Santa is not going to play fair, so he just fucking grabs him and throws him into the hole. Winner! Yeah. That's it! And so, so again, Santa's on the mission kind of thing, and... um. But then gets this is the thing we miss. It's a bit of a trick. Um, Crazy Grandpa invents a nutcracker that also passes as a gun. Yeah, it's kind of like it fires the uh, the nut so mm. powerfully out of the mouth when it cracks. It's like it fires it like a gun. Right? Yeah. So Santa <laughs> gets fucking nutted in the chest. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry. That's that's really bad phrasing. Nutted in the chest, but pretty much. <laughs> Gets shot in the chest with a chestnut. Yeah, and it actually does, like, affect him. He, like, really sort of gets shot down and gets knocked down. Like, and oh, he's kind of no, like... this actually hurt me. Yeah. So Santa runs away and seems to get on his sleigh and runs. There it is, flying bison. was right. It's a reindeer. It's so weird. <laughs> Why is he even a thing? They're trying to fucking shoot down Santa! I don't think guns will do it. I don't honestly think he'll do. He's one good aim. What? <laughs> Who had the rocket launcher? 
Of course, the dad would have a rocket launcher. Then he gave it to me for Christmas. He'd been saving up his llama loot. Isn't it great? The two, so the two kids and now Grandpa, who's still alive, he gets pulled out of a hellhole. Mm. <laughs> so funny, he's pulled out of a hellhole. Um, goes and says, like, right, we need to go and stop Santa. So the girlfriend's trying to go talk to all his gunner mates to try and shoot down santa because there's a killer because of the rare flying killer bison mm. so the girlfriend and him is running up trying to convince all the gu- all the hunters that you need to fucking get your pistols going because there's a, there's, there's gonna be a rare game tonight mm. oh so weird so there's about 10 or 12 people trying to shoot santa at once and bullets don't seem to work on it no but somehow a fucking rocket launcher does yeah how has this guy got access to military weaponry? I don't know. And we, this is the thing. We say this a lot on the trash tapes. We've seen so many characters seem to have access to proper high-end military weaponry and with no explanation. Yeah. So so suddenly a rocket launcher does it and blows up the bison into pieces and, so, and the sleigh, which makes us believe that Santa is dead. Mm. But obviously... This is a horror movie, isn't it? So Santa isn't really dead. Santa just becomes a biker. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you see him in the in the airport then, don't yeah. you? Like, so the last little scene. And he seems really normal at that point. Tim's like, I'm not gonna go I'm not gonna do any more killing, I'm just gonna go on my holiday somewhere. Yeah. Okay, I want to go home. Is he, is he just yeah, he's, he's just trying to fly back to the North Pole because yeah. obviously his uh, <laughs> his sleigh is busted. Yeah. <laughs> but casual Santa is great. He's just a full-on biker. Yeah, he's got the hat and he's got the fucking, like, denim leather <laughs> on. And he's sitting down with his badass beard between two old ladies just waiting with him and his giant red sack. <laughs> and I love it because it's, like, it's like, yes, I've already bought one item. And places it on top of the packaging. And she says something like, uh, have you left your item unattended? Have you left your sack unattended? <laughs> And he just glares at her like, is, it's is like if, what are you trying to say? No, no, uh, fucker. Well, and I'm, I'm not even sure if that's even a dirty joke, but still. Oh, but yeah, so yeah, and then the movie just sort of ends there. Yeah, and that's it. I think my saga is just beginning. Saga. We'll probably need it. I got you. Don't be such a jerk and just kiss her already. Yeah, but you hit like a girl. Yeah, well, you kiss like a guy. What messy. God, go for it. There we go. We have the whole fucking movie for that. Um, uh, I don't think that's the most appropriate place to make out um you want to step away from the pole <laughs> okay so Ooh. mr satan actually that's shatan <laughs> shatan <Where>? has <laughs> <laughs> your sack 
been out of your sight at all. <laughs> that's awkward. Sad as a biker as well. That's a, that's a look. <laughs> Why is Santa so metal in this? I love it! <laughs> oh man! It's got a badass beard. I'm loving the Santa metal beard. This the movie was can I say the movie was actually surprisingly short. It was only about set one hour and seventeen minutes long. Mm. And the movie itself went at such a quick pace and a quick enough pace that I never got bored. No. It's 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 really good actually, because it's short, but it doesn't seem it doesn't seem too short. There's enough in there for it to be a full, you know, action-packed movie, uh, mm. and and it doesn't like outstates welcome. So you, yeah. it's it's uh, it's definitely the right length, I think. Definitely, um, it didn't need to be any longer than that. Yeah, and I think yeah. and I think overall, like I think it knew with an idea like this, it couldn't really push any further that it could be because you know how much longer would could we get away with it? I think I feel like though I enjoyed the movie quite a bit. Mm. I think this is a very fun little festive cracker of a movie. But I actually think that in regards to what we've seen in other movies, this movie's... I think this movie's a bit tamer than some of the stuff we've seen. There's some violent stuff, but we have seen some really nasty gore. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I mean, this is quite... It's not as trashy as we're used to. Yeah. So it's not actually, like, it wouldn't... Score highly on the trashometer. If we were, yeah, if if I think if we were going to put on the trashometer, I think it would just be a little. Uh, I think it would be a tiny, a teeny bit trashy. Mm. I think it'd be under a teeny bit trashy. It's not tame because it's fucking killer Santa Claus. I mean, it's got some really creative deaths which would take it up a little bit. Yeah, um, but well, I think it could have been more. Yeah, I think the movie could have been more over the top. In, or or more gory or more nasty or more weird. I think yeah. it could have gotten away with it and would have been like, yeah. We would I mean, what if the, the, the gore was more like sort of like Hobo with a shotgun kind of gore? Oh, that would have been awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would have been awesome. Like a manure for the neck would have just like sliced his head off. Yeah. Or, and you know, like for example, there was a bit where, like, like there's a bit with like the kid, there's two bratty kids open up presents and the head explodes, mm. right? We never saw the heads explode, but we just see these husks of heads afterwards. Yeah, that's the thing. It's it's not, it's funny and it's daring, but it's it's more uh, leaning towards the comedy than the horror. Yeah, uh, which actually, when you're making a comedy horror, it's not the right mix, in my opinion. The mix should be like sort of. Uh, more towards like you know thirty percent comedy or something like yeah. that uh, because it, it it needs to be a hint of comedy and mostly horror I think yeah I think this is playing more yeah. like a black comedy than a horror mm. and even then even as a black comedy I think it could go away with worse yeah so overall though this is definitely one of the tamer ones we've done mm. but I still enjoyed it for the fact that you've got a professional wrestler Bill Goldberg dress as Santa having the time of his life mm. like he's enjoying 100% being Santa Claus yeah I, he even I met his wife he even met his wife that on that movie dressed as Santa Claus and he, he fucking loves it I can totally see him just on set having a whale of a time being this character mm. and I think it shows Bill Goldberg's probably the reason why this movie's great because everyone else 
is completely forgettable. Yeah. I can barely remember any of the characters. Some of the lines are funny, but not like great. Mm. So they're like a little, mm, but it's him. He is basically the central piece that keeps this movie together. Otherwise, this movie would have actually been a little bit lame. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I expected it to be a lot worse, mm. uh, but I, I find it really enjoyable and not, but not as, like we said, not as trashy as yeah. we normally have. But um, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It means it's a better movie than a, a, a normal trash tape. But like, this is the trash tape, so we would, we would, oh yeah, we would have think we could. Uh, we, I kind of was wanting it to be trashier, or a yeah. bit more, a bit more sleazy, or something. Mm. But the other thing, the only really sleazy part is the titty bar. Yeah. But, yeah, I think, overall, I think this is a good one for the family holidays, for the fact that it's gory, but isn't nasty. Mm. It's something that I wouldn't... Okay, maybe not your grandma, but maybe your dirty uncle you'd show this to, yeah? <laughs> that sounds horrible. Yeah, just show it to your dirty uncle. It's like, hey, hey, it's like, hey, Uncle Jack, hey, come here, come here, you should watch this. It's got Bill Goldberg in it and titties, yeah. you know? <laughs> Great, great, great stuff. <laughs> so, we've now come to the end of the year. Mm. It's all festive. We're gonna we're, we're recording this before Christmas, but hopefully this will be out just before the twenty fourth, so you guys can have a listen and feel festive with us. Yeah, and we're now going right into two thousand and nineteen. Wow, years gone by, and it's almost. We're so we're now literally on episode. This will be episode ten. Yeah. So we've got two more episodes left. And two more episodes. And, I'll, and those two more episodes, then we've done this for a whole year. Awesome. So... It's good, because we're doing one a month. Yeah. Uh, so we have time to kind of hype them up and build them up and do the video content as well. It feels like we don't need to do more than one a month. Because a lot of podcasters do more episodes, don't they, than that? Yeah. But, it's, it just depends on what kind of show you're doing, I suppose. We we do things a bit differently, so it's it kind of works to do it that way. And doing once a month has allowed us to do monthly specials. Like last yeah. month was November, like was was Ninjas. This month's obviously Christmas. So so I would just want to wish everyone here a very Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, anything else that you follow, <laughs> right? And to remember, especially underneath this, underneath the Christmas tree, keep an eye on your trash. There might be some treasure in there. Happy New Year, everybody. Merry Christmas, guys. See you later. The Trash Tapes is a podcast created by Enigmatic Productions. It is hosted and created by Johan Paul and co-starring Edward Harvey. If you like what you hear, subscribe to the podcast. We are on Spotify, iTunes, Acast, and Buzzsprout. You can also find more information about us on our social media sites. We have Instagram, which, uh, which is under Enigmatic Productions. Uh, we have a Facebook page called Under Studio Enigmatic. And we have a Twitter under Enigmatic underscore UK. For more information on the, on the other kind of products and projects that we're up to, check out our website at www.enigmaticproductions.co.uk.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please share it around with movie lovers you know, maybe add a star rating or write a good review. All of this helps with the algorithm and provides us with more opportunities to reach the ears to a whole new bunch of bad film fanatics. Want to find out more about us? Then head over to our socials where we provide sneak peeks and up-to-date news on everything nostalgic and trashy. You can find our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages in the description. So please, follow us. See you next time, cinephiles. <laughs>